Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Jay Will. I'm Marcus Aaron. And this is Second Service. Another one. Another one. What's good, family? Hey, everybody. Marcus Aaron. What's going on, everybody? I'm sorry. I'm over here looking for scriptures to battle. (laughs) (laughs) Today's going to be a very, very, very interesting episode. It will be. Mm -hmm. be. And we're just going to get right into it. Um, Miss T, what, what's what's new in these streets? In, in these, these streets? In these streets. So, do you guys know who um, Pastor Francis Chan is? Yeah, I do. I don't know who he is. Uh, me neither. It's okay, you're not alone. <laughs> He's a best-selling author and former pastor of Cornerstone Church mm. in California. Okay. And he recently did an interview as to why he left the megachurch. Uh-oh. According to the Christian Post, he said, I got frustrated at a point, just biblically. According to the Bible, every single one of these people has a supernatural gift that's meant to be used for the body. And I'm like, 5,000 people show up every week to hear my gift, see my gift. That's a lot of waste. Then I started thinking, how much does it cost to run this thing? Mm. Millions of dollars. Mm. God, you wanted a church that was known for their love. You wanted a group of people where everyone was expressing their gifts. We're a body. I'm one member. Maybe I'm the mouth. But if the mouth is the one thing that's working, Dot, dot, dot. And I'm trying to drag the rest of the body along. He went on to mention his pride and how that was getting in the way. And he ended with everything you, God, said you hate it. That's me right now. Mm. I got to get out of here. I'm losing my mm. soul. Wow. Jesus. That's that's commendable. That's deep. Um, that's everything, my brother. That's <laughs> everything. It's everything. Uh-huh. It's crazy that you would have a mega church or and then leave it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. Did it say like who he left it to, or did he like appoint a new minister, or did he just like close it? I think he broke it down. Did he break like it that? down into different um, house churches, home churches? I haven't, I haven't read that it does part not yet. Say. Yeah. yeah, I read, I read a little bit more into the article. Even I didn't know who the pastor was. Um, he actually started dealing with home churches and home church. I'm a strong advocate for home churches. Um, you want to shout out your home church? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a, see because what home churches are is churches in a home. Oh. So it's like a tribe not ministry, like, not like a home church, like you back know, back in Brooklyn. Nah. Yeah, no, no, it's it's like a it's like a house church. Got mm-hmm. it. So what happens is you, uh, I, I'm always hitting a stupid mic. What happens is you connect with people on a deeper level because mm-hmm. it's like we spend time, actual time together, Got and it. it's not like you're you're member number three sixty nine who pays their ties. It's an interesting and number. Never. Here you go. <laughs> Let me pause on the three sixty nine. <laughs> Um, and you just three sixteen, number three sixteen, like John, John, member number three sixteen, who pays their ties and, and never gets to meet the pastor and never connects with anybody on a deeper level. That's actually the reason why I stopped going to church. Oh, uh, yeah. oh so you don't go to church? No, I go to church to play um, and I get a check. A, I'm a work. I work. I'm employed by a couple of churches right now. Oh wow! But as far as um, having a home church, I'm currently not going to any specific home church because of that very reason reason that the pastor left. Um, I just feel like the amount of money it takes to run a church. I think everybody deserves to get paid if you're doing a service like, you know, some situation mm-hmm. like that. But uh, I just believe that it becomes too much of a business. You know what I'm saying? And then we have rehearsals on Wednesday night to say this is how we want God to happen on Sunday on Sunday morning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it just seemed like 
uh, we want this free flow of God, but then we do everything strategic and planned out and say, this is how we want it to happen. And then it costs millions of dollars to run these churches. And you go step one foot outside of the church and you got hungry people laying right on the floor. But you're too tired from service all day and you're too broke because you don't have any more money. You just paid it all to the mm. church to actually be the church. You know what I'm saying? It's it's definitely it's definitely crazy. And um, upon reading what he was saying, um, like people are just seem happier. Yeah. And the ministries are small, and they're good with good with it. You so know what I'm saying? so what happens is you meet up with the same people you would meet up with on a regular. Like you know what I'm saying? And it's the like church you're living life together. Together, it's, like it's Jesus dope. did with the disciples. Yeah, so my church, my, my my church, I was going to H4G. They started tribe tribe ministries, which is really dope. And mm. I just felt like tribes should be the church. So imagine if we don't have any buildings that we got to pay mortgage for that we have to upkeep and buy the big flat screens with the flashy lights for if we don't do any of that mm -hmm. and we all just meet together like the same people that you enjoy spending time with anyway six or seven people meet together once a week reg regularly and talk to each other and meet each other on a spiritual level and study the bible and sing and like you know just let god do supernatural songs right here in the moment and then go out and serve wouldn't you be more eager to give up that money that you was given to things that actually matter not to say that buildings don't matter, you know, because mm -hmm. I'm sure we love building these wonderful cathedrals that Constantine gave us when we were a free-flowing religion. <laughs> I mean, spiritual relationship and turned this into a religion. Um, instead of going out into the highways and the hedges, we tell people to come to us and get mad that they don't come. So uh, I'm sure we enjoy these things. But could you imagine <laughs> how much more powerful we could be? And if we, nothing against like the big meetings. Imagine if, because we have so much money flowing between our house churches and our communities that we rented out the Barclays and called it the, the night of worship for everybody that's in them little churches with 10 people, 12 people mm. on every Sunday. And we just rented it out and had just an amazing worship time together and then went back out into the world. That's what they were doing back in the day. Right. They would rent out places that was already being paid for by somebody else mm -hmm. and they would all come together and then they would all just go out and spread out and no, no had nothing tying you down and holding you down. My grandpops worked his life away to buy a building and then he died. And now the building is probably about to be sold or something like that, you know, mm. just for the building. And so it's, it's really sad. But, hey, I'm glad people are seeing the light. Yeah, I don't have nothing to say. <laughs> you said a lot, man. Yeah. All I would say is that the um, small, the the 20 small churches on the block not doing anything right. is wasting time wasting as well. Time. So time. you can be a small church and still be ineffective or ineffective. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could be a big church and still be ineffective. I know big churches that still have struggling ministries. Mm -hmm. um, they might have a great youth ministry, but not a great woman's ministry. And I feel like um, it's okay not to be the church of everything, but let's be the church that actually focuses on a group of people That's or right. on a ministry and just does it really well. That's right. Just do it. Agreed. Just make it happen. Snoop Dogg. Oh. Well, actually, do one more. Do one more. Do one more. Ooh, no. Cypher, don't get gassed. <laughs> yes, there you go. Um, Snoop Dogg has a gospel album that he's working on. Oh, Have what? you guys seen the videos? I mm. actually saw one of the videos, and he's jamming real hard. He and really it sounds is. good. It, it does. Sounds good. It is, does. It called, is it called The Most High? You. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, man. That was a good one. That was a good one. Was a good one. I don't know oh, what it's going you. to be called, but he's working on one. Mm -hmm. Are you going to support it when it comes out? Of course. Of course, I'm gonna support Snoop and his gospel album. I want to listen to it. Yeah, I'll definitely listen to it. I think it'll be vibey. Mm -hmm, of course, like it's Snoop we talking about here. 
um, my top down, listen to some Jesus music, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right with my top down. All right, here we go. I'm not doing this. And last but not least, have you guys seen what's going on with like gender reveals now? No. Um, I saw one, I think today. So a guy, they did a gender reveal at a basketball, um, at like a park mm-hmm. and he shoots in the hoop and it has like ink or something yes. like that in it. And it turned blue. It was kind of cool. What? Yeah. Here's the thing. I wasn't. I was. I wasn't mad at it. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Um, okay. It was. It was cool. I never saw nothing like that. What just happened? I didn't even know gender reveals was a thing. It's becoming it a, like a thing, a and it's becoming more than the baby shower. Mm. My thing is, it's a lot of money that's being invested into these gender reveals. Mm-hmm. So let's just stick to the old-fashioned way, <laughs> which was when you and your husband child's father whatever he is go to the doctor and you get the sonogram that says the sex and you put it on instagram okay and then we all know what what gifts to get you i don't need to come to two events do you have to bring a gift to the gender reveal Nah, i I think it's just like a like a fun a fun meeting of people oh yeah i mean that's fine yeah, it doesn't she bother. No. The reason why it doesn't bother me because it's cool to just see both parents mm. <laughs> together. You ever saw okay. about reveal about something? So. <laughs> but you yeah. have a father reveal. That would be hilarious. That would be a dope party. Yo. That would be hilarious. No, to <laughs> me, reveal. they're just getting out of hand. So you mentioned the slam dunk one. Mm-hmm. I saw one that was like a firecracker that turned pink and was like, it, it was. It's just it's becoming too much. Am I missing? How am I missing? Nah, they they go hard. They go hard. They have like photos. Shoots wow, now, yes. So it's either like a blue or pink um, smoke thing that they're yes. doing. So they're doing like photo shoots with just blue, yes. blue smoke, yes, or pink smoke or something. Did you like see that. that one? The umbrella? Yeah, it was ridiculous. She looked like Mary Poppins. I'm following on too crack. many ratchet people. I'm not seeing any of this. Uh, you, you should see it if you're following and ratchet, ratchet people. people. They would be the, to be doing it the most. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. man. Absolutely. All right. Well, those are your church announcements. Hey. So today's topic is Jehovah mm-hmm. versus Jehovah. Mm. So I like that title. Jay Z has recently released his album. Mm-hmm. This is what twelve or 13? 13, 13, 13, 13, 13 platinum. Shout out to um, him. Studio album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the gospel according to Sean Carter. <laughs> it's That's causing like it. you know a lot of conversations, a lot of discussions amongst. Um, the fans of Jay-Z and mm-hmm. also the people that feel um, that Christians love Jay-Z too much. Haters. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to call Um, Have you guys listened to the album? Absolutely. Probably about a million times yeah. already. Yeah. So, I mean, not Every to day. be biased, but mm-hmm. I believe everybody on this show is a Jay-Z fan. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, I'm going to have to go ahead and say <laughs> Right. That. And then, secondly, I believe mm-hmm. all of us are Christians. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, yes. <laughs> questionable. Yeah. It's questionable. Um, I'm not too sure about Tara's relationship the, with the father. Wow. Really? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Kind of crazy. I mean, he's but, still working on me. <laughs> but anyways, uh, there's been articles, there's been Facebook statuses. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, what do y'all think about the album? Uh, ladies first. I love it. <laughs> um, there's not one track that I'm not a fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, Disagree. But continue. This is my. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Go like ahead. I said, there's not one track that I don't love. Um, I'll get into it in a little bit because basically, what I feel about it has everything to do with the blog post that I want to talk mm-hmm. about in a little bit. But okay. Mm-hmm. 
Marcus Aaron? I, I, um, I'm going to go ahead and say I love the album. <laughs> say it's one of the best rap albums I've heard in a really, 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 really long time. That is true. And Congrats. I think it's specifically because of, and I could be biased on this point of view. Because you're I from feel Brooklyn? Like, from, shout out to Brooklyn. <laughs> shout out to Brooklyn. Drop one bomb for Brooklyn. I'm going to have to go ahead and shout out Brooklyn. Um, you know what I'm saying? BK all day. BK all day. Oh, God. All day. Brooklyn. You heard it? (laughs) Did you hear it? Because you heard it here first. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Brooklyn. It was a gunshot or a firecracker, bro. Nope. We don't know because we're from Brooklyn. It could be anything. anything. All right. Now, I just think that it was an album specific, specifically for black men um, and about the struggles of being a black man, overcoming things and turning nothing into something and then having it all and almost uh, losing it all. The things that happen, the ups and downs of success, the failures, like, you know, just to complete commitment and a resolve to say I'm never going to give up and now look at me now I'll expose myself to you and let you decide what you want to be um, mm-hmm. black man do you want to waste all your money in the strip club or do you want to buy that uh, that that you know the house in Dumbo that was 2 million I was 25 million you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying those are the things you got to ask yourself black man what are you doing are you are you going to build up your community or are you going to uh, you know, partner with, and it's nothing against this, partner with the white man and like, you know, allow him to take some of the resources and the things that you could have did yourself, Dr. Dre. Um, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, shots, and, shots, and, and, shots, and even shots. down to the community working together, he said, I, I could never buy Belvedere knowing that Puff has Ciroc. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like, that was really dope. Yeah. I, re- I really appreciated that. And I'm that saying statement. to myself, I'm saying to myself, we still out here fighting each other. And these two guys are billionaires. Right. They could really be at odds with each other, but they're not. They're trying to figure out, how can I help this man? You know what I'm saying? What can I do? And I don't know how genuine it is, but he didn't have to He didn't have to say any of that stuff. And you can see it now in the pictures that these guys are taking. Like, you know, I've seen like plenty of pictures with them chilling now. Like, you know, the vibes, it just right. looks, it looks different. It doesn't seem like a competition anymore. Mm-hmm. So on a lower level, we're down here trying to kill each other. And up there, they're just trying to help everybody win. Right. You know what's crazy about that statement? It made me think of, like, uh, the gospel or the Christian industry um, as it pertains to music. And I wonder, like, when maybe, like, a gospel artist takes a CCM song, mm-hmm. are they trying to build up that CCM music? Or are they just really trying to take advantage of something that's hot? To benefit themselves. You got to ask yourself how many of them feature that artist on their songs. They don't. They don't. It's not Never. a collabo. It's trying to steal. Like, you know what I'm saying? When it's, it's different. I think you told me this a minute ago. You asked me like a crazy question. You was like, how come gospel artists never collab? Like, you know what I mean? We're, it's like a big collaboration. Yeah. I, I said it. To, we were talking about it recently because um, the only collaboration is wild gospel. <laughs> like, and, they, and, and they don't even have no control over that. That's right. Saying, somebody that's it's only because together. they're just on the same album, but like. We don't make enough music together. Right. Um, and then I think as top artists, um, I think everybody's worried about the gospel industry and how um, that we're not, they're not making enough money or selling enough records. Mm-hmm. I think one of the main problems is you guys don't release enough music mm-hmm. and then you don't put music together. Like mm-hmm. everybody's on trying to do their own album, mm-hmm. but collectively you guys complain about the gospel industry not being up to par when it comes to records Mm -hmm. or when it comes to money and i just feel like we should be helping each other out even more so because we have that same we literally have the same message Mm -hmm. um 
So, you know, maybe in like a secular thing, somebody wants to talk about money mm-hmm. or somebody wants to talk about drugs or somebody wants to talk about girls or having a good time. Like literally we're called to just speak about, you know, the goodness of God. Right. So we all have that same aligning um, topic mm-hmm. of discussion. So it's, it's just interesting. But, it's um, very interesting. Uh, as far as the album, I really like it. I really love it. Um, I didn't expect it to be this good, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say Jay-Z has disappointed me in his last records. He disappointed but, me because um, <laughs> I'm a huge Jay-Z fan. I was never, I, w- I wasn't as hyped after hearing them. I feel like this album is a grown man album. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is where I'm at in life. Mm-hmm. I don't need to turn up. He has no turn up no records. No party on records. It. With None. the exception of Platinum Wits. Um, um, their Eyes. Yes. Their Eyes is a little bit. We definitely do still, jam to that. But okay. it's a little show the movement jam to that. Yeah, but it's, but jam, it's, not it's like grown. A, it's, it's grown jam. Right. Yeah. It's not like. You won't hear that at Nay Nay. I'm mm-hmm. about to do the Nay Nay. No. Or no, Millie. No, you, can't, no, no. you can't even Millie rock to this whole record. Like, yeah, you no. can't. You can't. So You just sit back and you vibe to Right. And I love the content. I really feel like he has. Um, spoke to me, you know, mm-hmm. on right. this, and I feel like I've learned some from the record. I feel like it's challenged me to isn't, think isn't differently. That what music is supposed to do. And like, I mean, honestly, I feel like this is a common Talib Kendrick album with Jay Z swag, and that's what <laughs> separates it. That's what separates it, bro. Because everybody talking about, well, Common been saying this for years. Nas been saying this. All these people been saying these things. How come it takes Jay Z to say it? Because he's Jay Z. You know what I'm he saying? He says it differently. And you can, exactly. They said, don't sound like him. You know we, what I mean? We trust him. Yeah, we trust, we trust him. him. You have to because it sounds like he's sitting down talking to you in the living room. Right. He's and, not rapping to you. This is like a this is an empowerment speech. Right. And Common has spoke to me too. So absolutely. That's just never on the level of Jay Z. I you wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say it. that much. Let me tell you I, why. I just never loved. 10 to 12 songs back to back from Common. True. I'm going to tell you why it means so much more to me because Common seems like a type of guy who like he's mad positive but it seems like positivity is all he ever really knew. Mm. I want to it it means so much more to me to hear positivity from a guy who you know was making big pimping Mm. with chilling with all the girls in the like you know he had everything every single thing that you could possibly ever want from that rap that new young rapper lifestyle did it all and then said it means nothing I'd rather be at home with my kids and my wife and that's the most important thing to me in the world I had all those whips I'd rather sell them Common you don't it don't it look like he drive like a Pontiac uh, (laughs) some type of Common Common got money I know he got money but my thing is it would be against his image to splurge on things like that Mm. Jay it was his image to do those things. Right. 50 gold chains, um, you know, ordering millions of bottles of, you know, in the club, whatever, having but all these chicks to sophist- VIP. It was still sophisticated balling. Right, still. but still. It wasn't like 50 cent, like, I'm, he didn't have like 50 chains on. He nah, had he like, used to the young Maybe jet? like two. The young like hole, like nah, the young hole was wilding, bro. And With the, was, the hat to the side. Yeah. The young hole was wilding, bro. The young hole was wilding. So I respect this so much more because it's like, yo, I did that. I'd rather hear somebody say, I did that, and 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 you don't need to do it. You know what I'm saying? Then if somebody say, yo, you might want to stay away from that because I heard it was bad. I don't right. want to hear what you heard. I want to hear what you know. Gotcha. That's why I respect hope talking that positive stuff because it's like, yo, you did everything else, and now you're really here. Right. Um. So... Um, let's get into some of the articles or some of the things that people have said. Um, Tara, um, we have to. 
never know my name. I'm sorry, Miss T. It's just so hard <laughs> to, to, to get Just call him Misty. Mr. T. No. Mr. T. Okay, so shout out to Sharana Drake. Whoever that is, her pin game is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. She did a post called Dear Pastor. Mm. Jay-Z gave us what we wish you had. Oh, she did? Yes, she did. Yo, I did not read this. It's going to be a first. You're going to get an unadulterated response from this. <laughs> okay, so she starts off with a disclaimer that this is not about any particular minister. That's a lot. Continue. <laughs> she even makes sure she says it's definitely not about her pastor. That's a lot. <laughs> house cleaning, but I respect it. Clean this house. Go ahead. Like, nice. So it starts with, dear pastor slash church leader. You want me to just read the whole thing? Read it. Is okay, it long? Sure. Pause. Uh- <laughs> Every time I say poor, she start laughing. Just continue. Do, stop. Okay. Um, dear pastor slash church leader, we know you've judged many of us for promoting and exalting Jay-Z's latest album, 444. Mm. We know you've talked about us supporting an unbelieving artist more than we support your church or the gospel industry. We saw your posts. We heard the shade. And honestly, you're the reason why many of us had to go to Beyonce and Jay-Z in the first place. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't get there. Mm. Jay-Z gave us what we wish you had. You see, I was six years old when I realized that you and many of your comrades have a history of cheating on your spouses. Mm-mm. Can we drop a bomb for that, please? <laughs> she gave him a horn. <laughs> she gave him I was in the first grade when I found out what the church was supposed to show you. Grace, turn the other cheek and forgive after you turn against your family and betray the love of your youth. Mm. You taught me that lesson while I was learning how to spell my first words. You educated me on cheap grace and the exploitation of the gospel. You taught me so well. Mm. She goes on to say, we never learned what it takes to stay faithful or how and why a marriage may suffer infidelity. You never gave us insight and showed us what it's like to fall from the grace of God, but be restored to him and our spouses. You never Mm. taught us how to repent privately and publicly. Mm. There's more. You told but us to wait. P- <laughs> there, is there is more. You taught us to praise, but to not speak about the pain. Wow. You taught us to shout, but not how to scream out to God for mm. our hearts to be changed. You taught us to dance, but not how to stay out of someone's bed. Whoa. Can we drop another bomb in that right there? <laughs> you didn't teach us how to apologize. You didn't show us how not to follow in your bad footsteps. You just promised that when we would fall that we could praise our way through and write a hit song to be forgiven by those who have entrusted us as their leaders. Mm. Child. Their mm. future me. <laughs> mm. So then she goes on to say, so yeah, we turned to Beyonce and Jay-Z instead. At least Beyonce would teach us something different. Mm. She showed us that even the baddest chick could be heartbroken. She exposed her seven stages of grief and then gave us a sneak peek into what forgiveness looks like. She actually let us know what real reconciliation is possible. She showed us the practicality of the gospel while you offered us stale church cliches <laughs> about throwing our sins into the sea of forgetfulness. Mm. Baby. <laughs> she then mentions how Jay-Z then apologized, knowing that um, he never signed up to be our shepherd or our leader, but he knows that people follow him, and that's why he wanted to publicly apologize. What? She ends with, <clears throat> we learned what you never taught us. Now, church leader. Don't get us wrong. We don't hate you for making mistakes. We aren't here to point the finger in pride. As a matter of fact, some of us are still paying ties to your churches. <laughs> we just, we expected more from you. We're mm. still hurting and we thought we meant enough to you for you to be open with us and heal with us. But we're still in the dark and you can't heal what you never reveal. So yeah, Jay cusses and B is half dressed up. 
<laughs> so yeah, J cusses and V is half dressed sometimes or most times, but at least they exposed their hearts to us. At least J gave us a bit of a blueprint as to why he fell into sin and why and how we should avoid it. We're mm. still waiting on yours. Yeah, honey. Yeah. That was kind of that was kind of round of applause for her because yeah, she deep. did that. Yeah, that was that was that was great. She did that. Dear pastor. Hey pastor. Dear pastor. All right, now you wildin'. That's crazy. The, the the world is looking more like the church, and that's the problem. That's the real problem with what's going on. The world is looking more like the church. They're willing to forgive for the most part. They're being transparent, and they're just like you know, just I don't know. It's it's looking crazy. I love the article, but I'm going to uh, what's uh, the word? I'm going to debate it a little bit. Okay, okay, okay. let's do this. So. Jay-Z making a mistake, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Jay-Z doesn't uphold uh, I can't sin, I can't do wrong type mm-hmm. of thing, right? In the church, I don't know who started it, but I feel like it's, it's expected for leaders to be either more Christian-like or mm-hmm. better Christians than that the, the member in the church. I yeah. feel like... I understand exactly where you're coming from. I feel like they have to. So because of the pressure of having to be perfect, why would you tell somebody I'm struggling if if the people are looking at you to lead them and and be perfect? I mean, I think I definitely understand where you're coming from. And for you to say that you don't know where it came from is the the real problem. Mm -hmm. Because the idea is like, we set the preachers at such a high standard in the church and such a high regard that it, it slowly becomes exactly what Jesus tried to rescue us from. Like, you know what I'm saying? The idea that I have to speak to somebody and then that somebody speaks to God on my behalf. Mm. You know, it's like the veil was torn and like we're, we're all supposed to, all spiritual gifts were given to the church. It says, the scripture says, for the uh, perfecting of the church. So any gift that anybody has, even a pastor, anybody or a preacher or evangelist or, you know, a prophet or anything is for the perfecting of the church. So that means I want to help you to understand that I am no better than you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And we're all on the same level and we and God wants to speak to all of us individually. So having this one guy stand at the front and everybody face him, it's kind of like the idea that I need to listen to him to hear from God, mm-hmm. which is the opposite of, what's, of, of what Christ died for. He died so that we all could listen to God. So when we put ourselves on this I cannot sin attitude or this 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 type of mentality, we're actually setting it up for the failure and then like making it harder for people to hear God. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it's weird the way the church is set up right now. It should be more of a build everybody up so that we all on the same level. So then it would be none of this like uh right. I need to seek, I need to go to you to speak to God. But in a, I guess in a professional world, right? They have the doctors, they mm-hmm. have the president of the company, they have mm-hmm. those people. Those people are in leadership, right? Mm-hmm. So somebody has to lead, whether it's a small group, whether it's a big group, you know, whether it's leading no, themselves or their family, somebody has to be the leader. So whether you're at home with your family and your kids, or whether you're in a church or in a company, somebody has to take, you know, the throne. For, right. for, there for, has for, to be a sense of accountability. And that's my point when it comes to pastors is I don't mind you. I don't expect you to not be perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't expect you to. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase it. I don't expect you to be perfect. We okay. all have our flaws. However, if you are going to be the leader of this house and the shepherd of this flock, mm-hmm. I am going to need you to take responsibility and accountability. Right. So no, I do not found com- I do not find comfort in knowing that we both struggle with this one thing. 
I need you to flip it and be like, you were, but you can then preach from, I'm on the other side now and help me get there. I need us not to be on the same side of the boulevard. Right, uh, but but the thing is we're all human. So right. if, if that's if, understandable, if, if but if you're so if you're if still struggling, struggling then what? Then what? If you're still struggling, then, then what? Then, then we you don't do. respect them as much. And that's and that's what and I'm that's, saying. That's, that's, it. The, that's problem. the problem. That because, is the problem. Because we don't want we don't want leaders to struggle with anything. I don't have an issue with you struggling. I have an issue with with struggling with certain things. That's no, 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 no. Not true. not struggling with certain things, but you cannot stay there. Like we both can't I can't continue to come to Bible study and service and everything like that. And you're still telling me that, okay, I hear you, sister, because I'm still struggling myself. At some point, I need you to have What's maturity the time and have grown. You know my, <laughs> man, my, man my man Paul had a thorn in, thorn in his flesh, and he prayed for God to remove it. And he was like, no, you keep it there because my grace is sufficient for thee. So you never know why you why people are struggling with things. Maybe it's to keep them humble. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I and Paul was one of, like, you know, he was on the grind. You know, he was talking to God like, you know, what up, homie? Like, you know homie. what I'm saying? So Big if, homie. For, for him to keep, we don't know what the thorn in his flesh was. We don't know what he was struggling with, that he wanted this to be removed from him. But God, God kept it there. You never know why people are struggling with things and why God is allowing these things to happen. That's why you can't have people up on this pedestal. God is the only one that should, Jesus Christ is the only one that should be held in that higher regard. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and, I, and I think it also um, is what they preach about. So mm-hmm. just say I'm a pastor and I'm struggling with stealing. None of my messages should be about stealing. No, seriously, it shouldn't because I'm struggling with it, honestly. And I think I remember like when, I guess when Ty had fell or whatever, like mm-hmm. the response was more so like, you were going hard. You because can't you're struggling listen. with it. You can't listen to R&B. You can't do this. You can't do this. He was taking that position um, while he was preaching or while he was singing. And then when he, he messed up, we didn't respect him because it was like other stuff you, was you was going hard for that. So mm-hmm. I feel like the the things that you may struggle with, you you have to probably find some way to bring it up or don't preach about it hard because at the end of the day, if something happens, they can't say, yo, you used to go hard about this because think, you didn't. I think it's, yeah, you didn't. I think, it's, I think it's good to be transparent, bro. You got to be transparent. I think it's, I think I that's think it's the, hard to. It's hard, but I think that's the most important thing because first of all, it's no surprises. <laughs> if anything do happen, you know, and it just, it helps people to understand that you're real. That's people mm. just want to see you're real. People want to see that you are real. Like, you know, when that... I think you got to sneak it in. Like, yeah, yeah. And God said, you know, yesterday I was bugging. But, you know... And, but people <laughs> respect that because, they, yo, I was bugging too. Like, you know what I mean? And anybody who doesn't respect your realness um, has some issues going on inside of themselves as well. They got unrealistic expectations from you that feel like you got to be perfect. Nobody is perfect. And I respect people's realness more than I respect them trying to feed me some lies because it's like mm-hmm. I know. I've been on both sides. I've been on all sides. Like, I was a guy. I went without having sex for five years. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, it's not... You, you can't tell me about that life. I've been mm-hmm. on each side of the of the fence. And I know that even when you're not doing it, you're still thinking about it. And you're still <laughs> struggling with it. So, it's like, don't try to tell me that, oh, oh, uh, uh, gotta do it. You know what I'm saying? You'll never even desire that thing no more. Who are you talking to? Now? Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't lie to me. Stop, you bro. can't lie to me, bro, because I've been there and I've done that. So it's like, just be honest, be transparent, and I respect it more. People respect it right. more. Yeah. Didn't, didn't Marvin Sapp like, um, speak about, um, I guess, people being perfect and stuff like that? You know, I heard his. I didn't really bang with it. He um, had wrote a post about an interview that he did, basically kind of touching upon why he thinks um, 444 went platinum in five days, as opposed to kind of like 
gospel music, so mm-hmm. to speak. Um, it's a very long post. Um, what's the What's the idea behind it? Yeah, what What is he saying? The, exactly. the idea The idea behind it to me was saying that. Uh, okay, you started. I'll come in with some people post. accept. Uh, secular artists. Mistakes. Yes, he said. Mistakes. He said they know that the messenger is flawed, but they support his message. They support his message. No, that's to me. That's that's not that's a kind of the bro. idea. That's not, it's it's a a because you know what they respect somebody who's actually talking about what they're really living. You know what I'm saying? It's not about the mistakes. It's about this is my real life. The problem with um, Christian people is that they don't give their real life. So it's not like I'm not supporting your your flaw or I'm I'm thinking a messenger is bigger than a message. Stop singing a life that you're not really living. That's my thing. He went on to say believers won't buy gospel music of some artists because of their presumed flaws and questionable life. No, because you lying. <laughs> you lying, <laughs> Greg. Life. If you live in a certain type of life, but because you're singing you, you something didn't make, different. You didn't make a song about it. Come on, make a song about it. Put it in your verse. That's make it. And then this. I'll buy it. And then I'll buy it. <laughs> They be they be um dancing around the topic. That's they really what do. it is. True. They do. Like Ike Knight. She yeah, didn't like, quit clean that house. Yeah, never would have made say, it. I'm sleeping with my home girl. I'm sleeping <laughs> with my best friend wife. <laughs> Put that in it. And then we would really buy it. We would listen we'll to it. it. It would sell, bro. Marcus Aaron would buy it. It was I would buy that. <laughs> it would sell. I would respect you. I would respect you. I would respect you. Don't just try to hide around it, yo. That's what they do, man. Now let's get into the lyrics. Yeah. So the lyrics from four four four? Yes. Oh, we could do a little bit of that. Um, but even before that's why the uh, church hate Jay Z. <laughs> that's why the yeah, church hates Jay. The, the church, the church hates Jay Z. Um, particularly, uh-huh. I've seen this posted, you know, on social media a billion times. Which but, one is it? Uh, there's a line he said way back when. Mm-hmm. Uh, way back when, back em- into time. In, in Empire State of Mind. <laughs> I knew you was gonna bring that up. <laughs> um, the line is, "And Jesus can't save you." Life starts when the church ends. Mm. So, um, I had to do some research because I, okay. I was seeing it so much, mm-hmm. and it never like I've listened to the song and it didn't like it. It like it bothered me a little bit, like pinched me, but it didn't. It didn't. It, pinched it didn't like hurt me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, because I guess I was listening to the whole song. So, um, Christians and not only Christians, just people like to take scripture. Mm-hmm. And pick out the portion that, you know, works for them. So, like, the famous scripture, uh, do not, uh, like, don't judge me. Mm-hmm. There's a whole <laughs> other, uh, other, there's a whole other verse to that. Yeah. Where it's even how it ends, unless you, unless you be judged. Like, there's way more to it than mm-hmm. what people want to embody. So, even with this Jay-Z um, line, I'm going to read few lines above it. Read, read it. Read it, brother. The read. city of sin. City of sin. It's a pity on a whim. Mm, my lord. Good girls gone bad. Oh, my lord. The city's filled with that. I had a couple of myself. Mommy took a bus trip. Took a bus trip. And now she got her bus out. Got them biddies out. Everybody ride her. I'm hoping I'm not one of those bodies. Just like a bus route. 46 Utica. Utica, Utica. <laughs> Hail Mary mm-hmm. to the city. Mm-hmm. You're a virgin. Right. And Jesus can't save you. Uh-huh. Life starts when the church ends. Come on now. Break that down for the people. Came here for school. Yes. Graduation to the high life. To the high life. Ball players. Mm-hmm. Rap stars. Mm-hmm. Addicted to the limelight. Oh, my Lord. So... 
upon research, mm-hmm. uh, I believe he's referencing mm-hmm. uh, more so that there's life outside of church. There's right. uh, crime. There's things that go on from Monday through whatever day you worship. Mm-hmm. Whatever day you worship. <laughs> and I can't, I don't know exactly what he's saying, mm-hmm. but I do believe he's saying that it's more than a Sunday kind of thing. Oh, it's, it definitely is. Um, and, and I think that's why he even brought up Hail Mary because, you know, with the Catholics, it's like this whole worship on a, you know, a certain day. Absolutely. Um, so Absolutely. I believe that he's really talking about uh, just relying on this one day or this one encounter with Jesus that's or it. the church. That's it. And... Uh, it's more than that. Like that won't save you through the week. It, I mean, mm-hmm. I can't go this deep. He doesn't say, "Oh, you need a relationship with Christ every day." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But I do believe he's skating around the topic of that one service is not enough. That's it. That's the exact explanation. And if you if you read a little deeper, um, because I am a lyricist myself, <laughs> uh, I uh, I uh, I see a little bit more. Hallelujah! I see a little bit more in this. Um, I'm going to continue. What do to you read. see? Um, so. Specifically, he's talking to one person. You know what I'm saying? He, or talking about one person. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, mommy took a bus trip and now she got her bust out. So, you know, she she's from a faraway place. Mm-hmm. She took a bus trip, was something totally different before she got to the big city. Because we're talking about New York here, right? Right, That's it is about New York. Right, so she took a bus trip. Now she got her bust out. So if she's saying now, before she didn't, she was a nice, good going church girl. Said everybody ride her just like a bus route. So everybody's on this chick now. Um, she's giving her body like the promiscuous um, woman. Um, Hail Mary to the city. You're a virgin. Mm-hmm. So so it's like you shouldn't even be doing To that. me, exactly. To me, you were living a different lifestyle, you know, before when you got mm-hmm. here. You're a virgin. And Jesus can't save you. Life starts when the church ends. So here goes this girl who was living this type of Christian type of lifestyle, rode a bus, came to the big city, and now left all her morals and everything that she had getting rode around town like Tatiana Ali. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Jesus can't save you. Not saying Jesus can't save you. All the Jesus that you thought you had can't save you because life starts when the church ends. In church, you were fine. You were the Virgin Mary. When church ended, here you go outside and you didn't hold on to all of those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the Jesus that you thought you had can't save you because you're not living it outside. You're just living it inside. Life life really does start when the church ends. I don't know if anybody really understands that idea of things. We live for church, but we should be living from church. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We live for encounters with God when we should be living from encounters with God. Mm-hmm. We get filled up and then we go out to serve. It shouldn't be the highlight of my week. It's to shout on Sunday. Right. That, what is that doing for me, bro? Church, church needs to be in us, not Come just on. A, a one day. That's type it, of thing. bro. That's it. We we so. the church, man. Yo, y'all wildin'. Um, but I mean, on his new album, he does say some stuff that you know I really can't. Bank. I support it hundred you know percent. There's certain stuff that he says anytime he references himself as a god or mm-hmm. as you know, just just this figure of saving people. It's weird. It's weird for me. There's a, a line in, I think it's in Smile mm-hmm. on his album. It says, God yeah, sent me to break me. the chain. Mm-hmm. I'm the true and living. Mm. Pump the brakes. Mm. from Just from there. Like That line should never like characterize you. It shouldn't. Because <sighs> more, 
it's not because like these words aren't in the English thing. No, that's one of the things that uh, Christians embody Jesus and God to be the true and living God. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, and then he says, God in the flesh, the rest of these niggers in vain. Mm. I have a problem with it. I, mm. I do. I, I don't feel like I don't feel like this. This is needed <laughs> like at I all. Do, I, I, think- I, I don't feel like. He's saying God. He's saying it's almost like he's saying I'm the chosen one to save something or save someone from what? Like, stop! You say you're the true and living. Nah, it bothers me. And I again, I'm a Jay Z fan, but there are some questionable lyrics. Um, this I haven't found like the meaning of it. How I found the Empire State of Mind. It's it's a little suspect to me. So I do, generally speaking, he says great things. He challenges us, but he does say some suspect things. And I think as believers, we get, you know, offensive because Mm -hmm. anybody saying anything about Jesus or it seems like blasphemous or it's like, yo, you talking about my father, you talking about my brother, you talking about my mother. That's that's really what it is. So even though somebody may not mean what they're saying Mm -hmm. or how they're saying it, but we will automatically take a defense to it. And it's mm. something that Christians do. But I do believe that this album is something that Christians can listen to and get something from it and not be so uptight about, oh, he disrespected my God or disembar Like, do you know how much clothes you wear that is not for black people or not for white people? <laughs> like, but you wear it anyways. Do you know how much brands or how much food or places we go to that people are racist or they're not or they're atheists mm-hmm. and we, you know, eat their food and we buy their clothes. True. We don't research that stuff. So I feel like if we're going to go hard about anything, we got to go hard about everything. Mm-hmm. That's it. You're absolutely right. You have to go hard about everything. I don't think the line is questionable. Um, I just think <laughs> it has um, it has a lot to do with. I think that's just the way you view which the way the way you view. The, the scriptures are saying like um, we are the the uh, we are the body of Christ. Like you know what I'm saying. So if I'm the if I'm the body of Christ, then Jesus being the head of things. If I'm the body of Christ, that means we are one. It, it, I don't understand how a head and a body could be two separate different things. I just don't I don't get it. So if if you're saying like I'm here to break some chains, I'm coming to break some chains because I'm coming as the body of Christ to break chains. Oh, so, so Jay Z's coming as the body of Christ? I I see I see I see it that way. Not saying that that's how he meant it. That's the way I'm seeing it. So I have no problem with saying I'm here to break the chains. It's the words you said. I don't know Jay Z's personal relationship with gotcha. Jesus. I know how if I were to say the same thing, how I would view it. I'm here to break the chains. Yes, so, I am. W- I'm okay. the chosen one to break these chains because Would you would you ever say I'm the true and living? I would. Really? I would. True because I feel what? like true and living Marcus. <laughs> I'm true and I'm living. I'm true and I'm living. Hey, I'm stop. true and I'm living. <laughs> true and living. Because if, like, you, must that worship, that if you must worship him, what you got to worship him in? Spirit and in truth. All right. So I can't. Not if I'm worshiping and in truth. I'm true <laughs> and I'm living. Come on. Let's, let's do this. Come on, saints. Let's do this. I feel like sometimes we downplay ourselves from what God actually wants us to be. I feel like we, we put ourselves at a lower level and thinking that it's like, yo, 
if Jesus is seated at the right hand of God and he's calling us his bride or and things like, all right, so you're my bride. And when two become one, I mean, the marriage is so sacred because two become one. So he's calling us his bride. It's like, yo, oh, we're the body of Christ. It's like, yo, we are, we are, bro. We are. Oh, that's somebody's jack. That's, that's the Lord calling. We are, we are, bro. And I think sometimes we really downplay ourselves. I know a lot of people are scared of the five percenters. I'm not a five percenter because they call themselves gods. That's the devil, yo. He don't want me to give this revelation. Hallelujah. It's, I know, it's, I know it, we run away from the 5% idea that we are gods. It's not necessarily a bad thing, I don't think, though. Like, to say, if God is living inside of me, we're made in his image and his likeness, and then he gave me the breath of life, the same breath that he used, blew it out of his body to create worlds, said he wants me to be just like him. Like, behold, we are the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be. But when he comes, we shall be like him. Like what? Like what? I just don't understand why we always put ourselves away from what we should be embracing that we are. We are, bro. There's so many names. Children of God. You know. That's what I'm saying. Children of the corn. We got to stop downplaying ourselves. And that's all I'm really going to say. I don't want to get too deep into the theology because I feel like we really got to. I just, I just think we'd be downplaying ourselves. If God calling us his son, if a dog have a, a puppy. It's, it's still a dog. You know what I'm saying? If a cat has a kitten, it's a cat. So if God has a son, what are we, bro? A son. All right. <laughs> and a daughter. I feel you, bro. Not I just, I just know where I'm coming Spirit from. Spirit dad. I know where I'm coming from. I'm the true and living son. I hear that. You could be a son forever, <laughs> man, because while you're a son, you don't have access to, you know, the things of... Get there, bro. Stop. Let's get there, bro. <laughs> no. Nope. I'm telling you, son. Access to what? I just, I'm just Fatherly saying... Fatherly things? It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> I want to be just like God. I don't want to be like a child forever. I'm the son, I'm a son of God, but I want to be like I want to grow too. I want to grow up, man. I want to grow up. I'm a grown up for God. Oh, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel it. I feel it, and I understand it. The grown up of God. Yeah, the grown ups <laughs> of God. I no, that's it. A, so you know, children, you become a man. A man of a God. Man. A man of God. Of God. I'm not doing this with you. A man I'm not doing and this. a woman. I'm not doing mm. Not doing women, 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 women. Yo, you saw that? Did you yo, see that? No, no, way? No, With no, the drummers? Did you no, see the drummers? No, oh yeah, no. that joint is mad funny. That's the funniest thing I ever seen. So. Yo, but not to <laughs> break the joint, but he definitely had like a, a, a T. What's the joint? The uh, tummy T. He do? Yeah, son. He has a tummy T ad right now. I want to try one of those. You think those work? I don't know. The flat T tummy. T I juice? heard that they do. I mean, I don't have any, but I heard Tell that. Because they say, they say Bud Light is less calories, but I'm not seeing it. Um, I'm just seeing <laughs> it. I'm trying to get Bud Light instead of Bud, and I'm just not seeing the difference, bro. No so bear, I need to I need to they tummy tea. They, they call it bear belly for a reason. No, I know, no. it's real deal. Okay. Light I need bear some tummy belly. tea. Let's circle back. Let's, let's circle back. So the moral of the story is... Don't be so... I'm going to use it for my positive thought, but the moral of the story is just grow up. <laughs> and, and stop. The, and the moral of the story is, Jay-Z, we appreciate this album. Yeah, yeah. we do. We do. We, we are do. fans no, I, of it. I know it. I do. I know I I'm going to just say it's probably the only apology I'll get from a black man in my life. No, I'm mm. kidding. <laughs> the positive thought for today. There's a great documentary on Netflix. It's called um, Get Me Roger Stone. 
Um, it's about the political advisor for some of the greats uh, in politics, uh, specifically um, Donald Trump. He's not a great, let's be clear. I mean, he was great at what he did because no. he stole the country. <laughs> Yo, he's 70. He stole, he's, he's 70, 70 years old. He's, he's a, I mean, great like great grandfather, not like great in great actions. No, but he stole the election. And the reason he stole the election, um, Roger Stone was and is one of the best political advisors of all time. Um, and one of the things he said was, there is a power in misinformation. And I never really thought about that. So you could put something out online that you know is not true, mm-hmm. but you know it will get shared mm-hmm. and n- because people don't research information before they share it. If it right. sounds good and it feels right. good, they'll send it out. Mm-hmm. So he stole the election because he sent out specific misinformation that mm-hmm. he knew would gain traction. Mm-hmm. Like the whole idea of... Um, uh, uh, Barack Obama not being a, a mm-hmm. you know a citizen. Mm-hmm. He knew that wasn't true, but he knew it was enough to start Donald Trump. He, when he did that those years back, he was already running for president. That's how deep Roger Stone was. So it was like I'm starting you four years before with just an argument and some misinformation to gain traction. So my 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 positive thought for today is I just need everybody everywhere to stop spreading misinformation. I need you to really research things before you share it. Don't just, I mean, the internet is a powerful tool and I feel like we have become tools of our tools. So instead of using it for the betterment of ourselves, it actually uses us to do the things that, you know, the, the, the government or, you know, media wants to do. So just research things before you share it. You know, it's, it's 2017, but I'm just so nervous about where we are going as a people because we have, our, our knowledge has become wider than it is deep. Like we're wide as oceans, but we're deep as puddles. Um, we don't really understand what we share, the things that we say, like the, the just little simple retweets. It's, it's, it's amazing it, 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 when you look at the things that people are sharing. It's like, yo, that's not even true. Yep. Like, why would you put that up? Yeah. It's not true. And by the time that you take it down, it has already affected instantly so, 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 many, so people. many people. I just really want people to research things before you share it. I feel like that would make the world such a better place. I don't think it's asking too much to say, is this true? Right. Before I say, you know, oh, I heard this somewhere. Right. Because you could just be being used by a dude like Roger Stone to get a dude like Donald Trump into presidency. And, you know, I, I just feel like that thought is more positive than the guy that's suing James Hall. <laughs> And I just, oh, I just want that positivity to resonate um, and <laughs> resound across the world, like four, four, four. Good. Yeah. That was a good one. That I was a good one. It. it was good. That was good. And this was another episode. Woo! Mm-hmm. A second service. Second service. Shout out to everybody that listening. Thank you. Thank you for the love. Mm-hmm. We love you. We do. Mm-hmm. I love you. I love you. Oh, let me, let me, I do have a shout out. I promise a shout out. Okay. Okay. Shout out to Sheeta in Bridgeport, Connecticut. What's up? Yes. OM Sheed. She the best. She ran into you in. Oh, in Barbados. You can say it. You ran into me in Barbados. I was out there living life. Lydia again. And enjoying, I was in Barbados living and enjoying life. I don't remember hearing about that. Tell me. I'm sorry. We had some fun She's a big, big, big fan of Second Service. So we appreciate you and your We appreciate you, girl. Send me that picture, man. Send me that picture. I want to see this. Hopefully, I was also also um shout out to the uh the shareds uh being featured. Oh yes, 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 yes. Four, amazing. Four, four, four. Four, four, four. That's amazing. And they were listening. And they were hyped. They, they were hyped. And that was cool because they got that check. They or it's some Grammys. Or the check will will be on its way. Yes, it's on the way. Oh, no, I'm sure they yeah, got yeah, paid yeah. upfront and residuals. It's it's dope. Amazing. Shout out to them. Shout out, and shout out to 
Nothing. <laughs> shout Goodbye. out to my co-host. Yo, shout out to y'all, man. I love y'all dudes, man. Love you. East Coast, love West Coast. You. Brooklyn. Love. Shout out to Brooklyn, baby. Brooklyn. Oh, God. Get the 4-4-4. No. Four, four, four. Get the 4-4-4, four, 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 y'all. Get the junior bacon. That's for Brooklyn. Get right. the junior bacon. Okay, right. one more time, one more time. Brooklyn. <laughs> you sound like designer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Skirt.